You're listening to the Down the Pub podcast, Canada's premier football show. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This episode of the Down the Pub podcast is brought to you in association with Bootbox Vancouver, suppliers of boot socks. No movement in the boot means no blisters on the foot. Head to bootboxvancouver.com to get yours today. Our Wanderers Games reviews are brought to you thanks to the good folks at Humble Pie. Authentic butterflake pastry filled with local cuts, quality cheese and rich gravy to fill you up on the go or in the comfort of your own home. Head to humblepiekitchen.ca to get yours today. Pies and points, the perfect match. Welcome to this episode of the Down the Pull podcast. Uh, we are talking the Wanderers victory over Valor. Um, we're joined by Carlos, Chris, and Andy. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Uh, Aloha. Aloha. Hi. Uh, hey, hey, hey. So th- I, I, I was just going to say there, I think that this is an odd one because we won 2 0, kept the clean, our first clean sheet. Uh, so we all should be very happy, right? Uh, but. You know, like we're here to analyze the game and not just be fanboys. So I think it's only fair that we kind of break the game down a little bit more than uh, just being saying it's a great victory. So I, I honestly thought that um, the second half, especially the last 20, 25 minutes, I think we played really, really well uh, for the first 50 minutes or so. I just think that once again, uh, we were doing the whole square pegs into round holes thing and we were playing people in positions that wasn't exactly their forte like i just i just happened to look at the starting 11s the way that they were put on um the so the wonders released their 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 one and they had Corey bent on the left wing they had omar on the right wing and then in the middle they had sissoko marshall with louis as the holding defender but for one soccer when they put up their graphic they had Sissoko and Louis sitting deep, Omar as the number 10, Alex and Corey as the two wingers, and then Garcia as the front, because that makes sense. <laughs> that's the way and anybody, it, that's the way anybody else would have seen that, those teams. So, um, and it was neither. That's the kicker. Yeah. Just for the first like, 20, 25 minutes, it was neither one of those formations. It was like a 4-4-2. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't understand why. I, I don't think we needed to change the formation at all I think we just needed to just switch the pieces and I think Omar was more than capable of uh, being able to do that so just to stop me waffling uh, so Chris what did you what did you make of that first half like I was saying the first 20-25 minutes it kind of seemed like we were playing for a draw not to shout your boy Jose out but it was a Jose Mourinho kind of performance like let me get to halftime and then I have a plan and I think they had a couple of close calls that kind of forced Steven to to change his hand a little bit and with that, everything kind of came to fruition. Alex's free kick was against the run of play a little bit, but I felt like that was building into something. And we were leading into, as we have all tournament, a little something before halftime, then a completely different team in the second half. But it was nice to see it happen before half, before the half. Um, and, and I think that too, um, and I know you were asking me about the first half. I don't want to get into the second half, but it allowed Steven to maybe make the changes that we were a little unhappy that he was making earlier, not substitutions as much as tactical changes um, because we had that quick five minutes, two goals. Holy shit. We're in a situation where we're in control. So it was like, you kind of said a weird one because you know, the, the, the first 20, 25 minutes, they could have been up to nil. So uh, credit to the midfield they pressured well. And, and before I move on to the boys, I, I got to give a lot of love to Omar. Um, you know, being out of position, I felt like he backed Chris up really well. Chris made a couple of good forward runs and, and not lost the ball, but things just didn't work out in the midfield once he made that pass. And the first guy there to kind of um, disrupt things was Omar. So I, I felt like not we got lucky, but I think the guys just assigned themselves well until the goals came and then everything kind of fell into place. So, so like, I just think we're just with the Omar thing, like I was saying to Carlos and this sounds harsh and I don't mean it to, but like we somehow took the best player from the last game and turned him into the worst player in this game because 
if you watch, if you actually, I, I sat, I sat down, I watched the game again today, like the first half, and watching Omar like trying to play on the wing where he was supposed to, where he was asked to play. All he kept on doing was drifting back into where his brain tells him to play because that's his position. So there was countless times, and thank God that Valor are that bad that it, they didn't play better than what they did because they had two or three players overlapping on their left, like our right-hand side on Chris's side. Like Chris was left marking two or three people at a time because Omar instinctively would push inside. Alex Marshall was doing what was being asked of him to be to play in the middle. So we ended up having like five or six midfielders and just didn't make much sense. Carlos, what did, what did you think of uh, the, the first half performance? A disaster was a disaster. I just don't want to sugarcoat things, but Valor was high pressure on us. And I feel like another team with more caliber than Valor, like um, having the same strategy that they put on on the first half, um, maybe Calvary, maybe Forge, they probably will score two goals already. Um we play great on the second half, but we're talking only the first half. I don't know. Like, it's just very concerning that all the teams are starting to know us, that we're going to park the bus a little bit, and they're starting with a high pressure. Um, I'm scared about Ottawa because we got to fix what we did on the first half, and thank God we didn't concede any goal because as, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but we always have to play good when we concede a goal. And the first half, part of the first half, I would say, not all the first half, but most of it, um, we were just like waiting. And they were covering the exit, and it was uh, pre uh, pretty much a well-executed tactic from Valor. Um, I'm glad that we uh, kind of overcome that situation and I feel like um, it was a huge gap in the midfield for for moments, but then it seems like um, everything went back to normal after the after the twenty five minutes. You know, I feel like the Corolla's goal gave us a little bit of peace. You know, it, that confidence that we needed uh, to have like not an early goal, but kind of like a scores that we can start like performing a little bit better. And then Corey Ben's second goal was great, but I don't know. I mean, like this team is playing great in the four, two, three, one system. Why change it again? Like, I mean, there's different tactics that you can apply according to your rival, but this team seems like it feels more confident playing a four, two, three, one, because we create more chances and we didn't create many chances against Valor because again, we were back to to the beginning, right? And that's all I have to say. I mean, like second half, amazing, great, a uh, great spirit from the team. We play way better in the second half. I don't know what happened in the local room. If we, maybe the uh, things needed to be said, um, but the, the attitude of the team changed completely on the second half. We were a completely different team, and I give kudos to the team for that. Yeah, um, I we were we're just kind of we were just it's the same thing again. I I felt it's the same in every game we played so far. It's just trying to get us going, whatever way the the team is getting fired up or being told to go out and play. We're just sitting back too much and we're just inviting this sort of pressure on. And as you said, I think Valor being so wasteful. Like I mean, if I was Rob Gale, I'd be pulling my hair out. Like I mean, like they should have they should have been like three or four and they looked by thirty minutes. Like I mean, like like. Chris obviously cleared out and off the line, but I mean, like that header for Rishi should have been a straight up goal. Like, I mean, the cross from Fraser Aird was incredible. So, I mean, like, we were lucky on that aspect. And I think, obviously, just the way this Valor team is a little bit that um, it knocked the wind out of their sails a little bit, it hit their confidence because it was such a kind of jammy goal. Like, I mean, like, uh, like their wall just, if you just, if you look at the goal again, like their wall just opened up and that's they just hit one of their, their asses and went into the goal. But, um, yeah, it, it just, I think we're really lucky that Valor just weren't at the races in the, in the box and score. And Andy, what did you, what did you think? And, um, what did you think of, uh, Corey Ben's finish? It was, it was pretty special, huh? Oh, it was, <clears throat> yeah, it was, uh, like Michael Owen-esque, wasn't it? Just slotted in the bottom 
bottom right hand corner cutting in from the left but um yeah um i i kind of took me back to last season kind of the first the opening like 20 25 minutes just kind of just yeah the ball just kind of bouncing around obviously missing tackles and it's it's like uh, at least this year we have like a pretty decent defense <laughs> like you know what I mean it like uh, and we did last year we were pretty good defensively we didn't have any obviously heavy losses last year so it was good that the boys stuck in and and kind of uh, obviously oxing goal and, and, and things like that but it's it's just possession like we need to work work on the possession and returning the ball and making passes that just even just simple passes just to keep the possession and not tire ourselves out as the game goes on do you know what I mean so but it was um yeah, it was it was kind of just took me back to last season a little bit, and but as I say, like we had the luck, and and it, it, like pretty much, um, yeah, Vala just they had no luck pretty much this whole game. It just uh, anything that went could go against them seemed to go against them. So, yeah, like, like if you if you look at that, uh, if you look at Chris's uh, clearance off the line there, it, like from one angle, it looked like that thing was miles over. So I think yeah, we've, I yeah. think we definitely got a bit of luck with that one. Um, but, can I can I quickly add to Andy's point too, just about yeah. possession, real quick? Um, and I, and I don't know. I think I actually might have been talking to you, Carlos, in the group about how there were times, and and you guys might have also read it too in the group, where Sissoko was open in this pocket, where if he received the pass and made his turn, that he's freaking amazing at doing. Yeah. He had twenty yards of space, and I felt like that's again for the second game in a row where we're missing in possession is that, that, that quickly. And I mean, last game, obviously being down a man was excusable, but there were, there were times where we had pockets where Rampersad had a pocket, for example, and today or today, yesterday, it was Suzoko and it was kind of frustrating because Suzoko was just such a raw natural talent that he's finding that space in his mind with his, you know what I mean? With his feet, that's not tactical. And I just want players to kind of drift away from the tactics a little bit. I think that's going to be the next step of our ascension, if you will. I feel like uh, Sissoko had a great match, though. Um, there was in the 18 minute that he did an excellent pass. He crossed it to Corey Bent, and he was too bouncy. And then he took a couple shots. I feel like Sissoko needs to work on his final touch in terms of like his definition to goal. That's all he needs to add to his game because he's so complete. And he started like uh, I feel like he had in, in every in every single match he tried to kick it, and it's been like an awful shot or just like somebody <laughs> just like block it, like you know like he only needs that like you know that 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 last shot he's super complete like Sissoko like I I, I check again the the match um, and the second half, even the first half, when we tried to exit, when they were pushing us, like Sissoko was just like all over, like because it was a big gap between between the, between the the forwards and a little bit of, of of the midfielders. It was that gap, so he was just like going sideways from right to middle, right to middle. So maybe he got uh, used to uh, the position of four two three one. It's perfect when you have Rampers and him. Maybe he feels comfortable. Um, playing with Rappersat with only one and then just start distributing the ball. I feel like uh, this change of lineup make a little bit awkward. Uh, and maybe that's why we lost a little bit of control because we were a little bit tight and we were overcrowded. It, I don't know. Time will tell and I don't know what's going to be against Ottawa, but it's definitely going to be a different game. Uh, as I said, like yesterday uh, when we were talking, like I, it just looked like an under-10s game to me that as soon as the ball went over to, to one side – everybody just ran Three after it. It, was, it was just like a bunch of kids chasing after because it's like when you when you and i don't want to sound like a broken record either but it's like when you put when you try to play players out of their position of what they're used to and what they've like worked pretty much their whole life towards i know players can change like little bits and pieces like that but when you're like a midfielder and you play in the middle and then you're being asked to play as a winger it, it just doesn't work and i think that's where a lot of the ball retention issues came from is that we didn't have an outlet because like normally you would have two wingers that you know you're going to play the ball out to and get it in whereas like when you had four people like five almost like in the middle playing right on top of each other there's no outlet yeah. there's nowhere to hit it no it's... And, and there was a couple of times when um louis like tried to play in like chris no and like they were very ambitious passes and 
like we don't need to do that. Like, I mean, it's like, it's just, it just naturally should flow over. And when you don't like, when you've got one person on the wing instead of two, it just makes it that much harder. And that's why we, I think we just kept turning the ball over. Um, so, so Andy, I just um, wanted to, to ask you then. Uh, so second half, like I, I thought for the first 10 minutes, they were putting us under pressure again. Um, did you think uh, the change of like bringing Omar off and bringing Ouija on kind of balanced the team out a little bit better? Yeah, I think he brought a bit more balance for sure. Um, kind of, he obviously sent, he was sent on with some instructions and like, I, like to me, I think that was like, in my opinion, probably his best performance um, of the game so far. Obviously, he was getting himself about. He had a good chance, like which was just kind of tipped around. Yeah, that was an awesome shot. Course. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I think he he definitely fitted into the system a little bit, but. Um, but the but the whole team seemed to kind of obviously, obviously after the goals and and kind of settled had settled down by then I guess and they were kind of playing in the system, um, but yeah and I, as I said like it's um, yeah he he definitely made a made a big uh, impact on the game. So so I mean Stephen's got the Stephen's got the most out of his subs. I mean like oh. him and him and Bobby Smiriotis, the the two of them have like done incredibly and like having the extra couple of substitutions they've barely used them yeah. which is which to both of their credit is trust in their system and and I think that you know we we had a lot of instances last year where we were begging Steven to make a change and he refused to I kind of like that stubbornness this year but he seems to be making the right changes at the right time you know we've we've criticized them a lot um, and deservedly so in some instances, but if we can give him a full WWE belt around the waist, it's that right there. His substitutions have been fantastic. Oh, like, like as I said, like like everything that we we say here isn't uh, like I think Stephen is a really good coach, and I think like what he's done with Rampersat and what he's done with Sissoko, like I mean that isn't flukiness that's like that's him being a really really good coach. But I just feel like like sometimes that maybe he just doesn't trust. Um, his instincts of what he wants to do and he just tries to change things a little bit like I think that we need to realize that we actually have a really good team and when you have a really good team you play to your best and you put your best system out and you don't care about what the other team is doing a little bit more than than normal because you should be the one on the front foot and I think like with the pace the power and like the, the quality of the players that we have like we shouldn't be wondering, we shouldn't be worrying about what the way that Valor's setting up. We should be, they should be worrying about what we're doing because we have better players. And I just think that it, that definitely showed in the second half that like we, we had a much better team. Like that last twenty minutes, as, as soon as I say that last half an hour, as soon as we kind of switched to the system that we had in the game before, they they couldn't get a chance. They couldn't get out of their their. They couldn't string a couple of passes together because we were just containing them. We were creating chances. Like, I mean, Akeem had that one that was very, very close where he tried to cut it back at the, at the post. And then we had, like, uh, as Andy said, Regis, like, shot from outside the box. Like, there were so many good chances. And um, I, I just I just wish that Stephen would just trust the players. I don't know whether it's the trust in the players thing or just doesn't trust himself or whatever. But, like, just just play to our strengths. That's, it's, that's all we have to do. And I think with Ottawa, if we play – after watching them like last night, if we play the way we did for the first twenty minutes against Ottawa, they're gonna fucking annihilate us, and that that's that's a big worry because it's a game that we kind of and it's another must win because that's just you know I think we need to go past this thing of that we were here to not finish last. I think we're definitely good enough to get into the to the top four. Like, oh, I at, think I think we're good enough to win it. Like you, you look at all the other teams, nobody's really yeah. There's been a couple of like some good performances, but we've also put in a couple like good performances. So. We should be going for like the the aim of the team now. The team should be go for it because definitely somebody's got somebody's got to win it. Why not? Why not the Wanderers? Do you know what I mean? So, so uh, Carlos, what did you make of the uh, the, the red card? Uh, I saw that I got um, overturned today, and uh, um, I, I I thought it was a red card. <laughs> so, uh, what did you think? Um, I think it was red card too, but. I don't know. It's one of those situations that maybe the ref could like, if it was a yellow, it wouldn't be like, it would be, yes, that's good. You know, like he got booked, he got a yellow, you know, um, it wouldn't be those bookings that you put a yellow and say, come on, ref, that's a red car. You know, it was kind of like in the, in the limit between a yellow 
and the red. So if the ref book him with a yellow, like I feel like he could got away with that, you know, and okay, part of the game, you know, roughness. Uh, but he, he got booked and the fact that Valor was losing to nothing make it a little bit more dramatic, you know, especially when they were like attacking, attacking in the last 10 minutes. Like we didn't pass that midfield, like in the last five minutes, like Valor were like attacking, 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 kind of like we're kind of like us against York. But this time, like, you know, it's the other way around. And uh, I don't know, like it just to me, the fact that he got withdrawn, it showed me a little, I don't know, like, it should remain a red card to me. Like, they shouldn't have uh, withdrawn them. The fact that, uh, okay, uh, Morelli got two, two dates. I don't know if he could got only one, you know? Like, we could, ju- it's just, I, I don't know. Sometimes uh, the CPL, like, acts very weirdly. And sometimes yeah. they nail it, sometimes they don't. So, they're a little bit amateur in that part sometimes. But they're just, like, growing you know they're just like learning how it is i guess because i just i watched it back again today and like i just the thing that made it red for me um like it, it, it there was no he was never going to win the ball in the first place like let's be honest here he was stopping the play but he lifted his two feet off the ground and that's where for me yeah. it was like okay like that's that's a two-footer like that's you can't as a reg the regulament says that yeah. like you know yeah, you put your two foot that that's a red car so that that's what i mean like uh, that that's what i mean again like it's it was red, but if the ref put a yellow, it wouldn't be like that big of a deal, honestly, because the game was really getting intense. Yeah, like, uh, and uh, you know, I, I feel like if you know if he had to give me yellow, I would have been like, ah, that's that's should have been red. But like watching it back, I mean, the fact that they watched it back today and then said it was a yellow, like, I don't know. Anyway, I guess uh, that's above our pay grades. Andy, what did you think of? This? What did you say? No, no I, uh, I agree. I think it was a red for for sure. And that, like the fact that they appealed it, like I, I don't know. Like the referee saw it. Like do you know what I mean? Like and acted accordingly. Like I don't know why. There's all of the like I know we we appealed. I guess so. Like, but it's just. Yeah, to me, it was a, a definite red. You could even tell by Rob Gale's reaction because he didn't... Oh, he was angry at the player. Yeah, like he was pissed off that his player got sent off. He wasn't pissed off at uh, the referee for giving like a, a, a bad uh, a bad decision. He was pissed at his player for like going into a tackle that he was never going to win. Um, yeah. And, you know, I just... I guess it kind of works out in Valor's favor because, like you know, they're in kind of in trouble defensively um, on the weekend. Did you did you hear any? Uh, have you heard any updates about uh, Shakib, Chris? He kept that under lock. Oh, he did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I, uh, I sent him a I sent him a message and I was like, you know, goal wasn't your fault, bro. And he was like, thanks, man. But I asked him twice if he was okay. And first yeah. first one he ignored, second one he hasn't seen yet. So okay. uh, fingers crossed because yeah. I honestly. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're here to talk to Wanderers, but shout out to ex-Wanderer in front of the show, Shakib Hossein. He actually put in a great shift. Oh, um, the, came the, in the, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Anthony. Yeah, the, the tackle he did on Akeem when, just after he came on was, uh, was, like, he was uh, keeping him busy. Yeah. yeah that was, like, yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that was, that was an amazing tackle and you can tell he's a really good defender. I just feel like when I saw him go down, I was like, I just, my heart broke, you know, I, I, as you said, Chris, I mean, I know it's a Wanderer show. He is a Wanderer. He played for us and he had like such a, a hard look last year with injuries just to, to, to see him go down again. It just, you know, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking. I really hope that it's not as serious like it, as it looked um, because he, I guess they're, I don't know what's going to happen with their other defender, um, John Baptiste, if, uh, if he's going to be out too. So, yeah, they're in. They're in trouble. So, um, l- looking into the weekend, uh, Carlos, what 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 would be your team to start? I'm going to put you on the spot here to start against Ottawa. <laughs> um, Oxner, um, Restrepo, Jeffert, Shala, Ansa. For it, it's a four-two-three-one. Rampersad and Sissoko. Left winger Marshall, right uh, winger Bent, and behind the number as a ten, I will put um, Riggy and a King Garcia in front. You gotta go with your best. It's a final, 
no time for experiments, Stephen Hart. It's a final. <laughs> it is a final for us. It's you know we got we go you know like all or nothing. Like we we gotta go there. We we got we gotta just like sweat blood. Uh, you know whatever happens happens, but it's a final. You know, and I'm glad that the the players are like relaxing now because like tomorrow and the next couple of days, uh, um, training hard because it's a final. Uh, what about you, Chris? Uh, same as Carlos, except Alex for Restrepo. And the only reason why is I think that we're going to go for it for some reason. Um, we've been talking about how we've been too defensive and sitting back and all this other stuff. But for some reason, I feel like Steven is going to trust Chris and Alex with the experience. They have their wanderers from day one um, to do the right thing in that situation. Um, you know, we can talk about how amazing Mateo has been on the field and he has been, he's arguably been the best player of the tournament for us. You can break it all down how you want. The guy has not made a mistake. Um, we're seeing a guy in Alex who loves this club and it's starting to show in his play. Some of those forward runs he made um, were, were unbelievable yesterday. And, and I mean, the free kick, even though it was a lucky bounce, that's sometimes what passion does. You know, I'm, I'm getting a little philosophical here, but football is the sport of karma and, and we've all seen it before. So I, I would like to see Alex there instead of Mateo. Mateo is that incredible option off the bench that's going to give you 30 minutes if you need it to, to hopefully shore up another 2-0 lead. So I, I agree with Carlo's lineup completely. Um, and, and before I pass it to Andy, I think the only decision Steven has to make is if he's going to play with um, that three, be it Louis, Rampy. You know what I'm trying to say. Yep. Is yep. he going to play Rigi or is he going to play Louis? I think is the only decision. I, I think so too. Um, I, I think uh, the, it's going to be a tough one for him to play. Like if he is going to go with that that, um, that formation, if he if he's going to play Omar or Vigi in that that that, I think Omar definitely showed enough in the game against um, York to to warrant playing in his right position. Um, but I can also see the merits of like like Vigi just. Some of the, some of those like little slide passes he was doing yesterday was were fantastic. I, you know, I feel like we could, we could benefit more from Omar being the sub for Riggy than Riggy being the sub for Omar. In case like things are getting a little bit uh, dicey in the field, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Um. Same with the uh, the reason why I put Restrepo instead of Alex is because I, I feel like Alex could like be a sub for Restrepo because um, he's being very offensive. Like, he's having – like, every game he's playing, he's amazing. So, I took um, – I will put uh, – Restrepo is very rough, like, with the tackles and everything. So, I'll give him, like, most of the match. And then, like, probably the first sub will be Alex to me if we want to get more offensive if, if the scores die, you know what I mean? And I feel like um, that's pretty much – all I have. That's why I did that formation. <laughs> what about you, Andy? Yeah, kind of, I, I guess, similar to, to, to Chris there, obviously with uh, Alex at kind of left back. And I would just probably have, um, like, Corey Ben probably starting on the left and Marshall on the right and then just see how that goes and maybe switch them. Just obviously with Corey's goal there on yesterday, just him kind of playing on there, cutting in. Like, it makes, like, I, I can see why they do that. Just... But if there's no joy, then obviously switch them or what, what, what have you. There's like that bit of, I guess you can change the game maybe a little bit just if you if they're not having any joy there on the wings. But um, but I also like Ben on the right just because him and and Sat like obviously they have that bit of understanding down the right as well. Do you know what I mean? So oh, without shadow out, I think uh, I think Corey like definitely like although he's an attacker. Like he's not afraid to track back. So when like, no exactly. So when Chris makes the run, Corey will drop back and cover. Yeah. And I think we definitely and, missed that. I definitely missed that yesterday. And and shout out to Alex Marshall too. I know you just said we were missing it yesterday and we were, but man, he tracks back too. Not even just that one where he did that like ninja interception, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. magical one touch, super smooth, stopped it on those. Like it was gorgeous, but like it's, it's super encouraging and I'm not hating on the guys last year, but to see, 
nine or 10 guys tracking back every time they have the ball. It's encouraging. And, and it's, it's, you know, I'm not trying to look towards next season, but it, we're starting to see the identity really show itself for what kind of team we're going to be. We don't want to be a defensive team, but we're a strong defensive team. And, and that also shows that they're all like one team. Do you know what I mean? They're all fighting for each other and, and everything like that. So just it's positive that way. So Yeah. Um, so let's get into our uh, Humble Pie sponsored reviews here. Um, so starting off with, uh, with Oxner, obviously. Um, Andy, what, what, did you, what, what score would you give him? So, okay, my uh, pie rating, Humble Pie rating for uh, the Ox. Uh, he had a solid game, clean sheet. Uh, seven out of ten. Uh, Carlos, seven, seven and a half actually, because that one he saved. That if we had VR, we could know if he was a goal or he wasn't in the lineup. Nice, Chris. Yeah, seven for me. It's nice to see, you know, no hate on Jason, but there's there's a confidence in his control in the box. So seven. Yeah, I agree with with seven. I, I, he definitely has. More of a command of the box, um, as you said, it's not to hate on Jason. Uh, so um, let's let's start off with our main man. Uh, let's go. Let's switch, switch over to uh, to Alex. Alex to Carlos. Uh, Carlos, eight pies. Man of hey. the match, incredible, eight pies. Chris, same um, eight. Man of the match for me as well. Just Alex being Alex. Hard on his sleeve. Nice. Andy? Again, eight and a fantastic free kick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'd give him uh, actually eight and a half. I just think that he's kind of ramped his game up a little bit and he's not the player he was last year. So kudos to, to, to Alex. Um, Gems, Chris? Seven and a half for me. Um, him and Peter, again, working well together and Peter's going to get the same score from me. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, Andy yeah seven and a half uh, again uh, you, you don't really realize he's playing to be honest so like he's the he's he's the partner to obviously a great uh, obviously a great defense so yeah seven and a half I um I, I think this is the first game I've seen where he was he looked tired like he, he looked like he's played uh, every minute of every game and we've been down in possession in every game. So I think he had a great game. I just think like the poor guy needs a rest. Uh, I'm going to go seven and a half too. He's, he's, he's a rock. Uh, Carlos, sorry. Uh, seven. He was very rusty in that game. Um, there were a, a couple ones that uh, Alex Marshall had to come down and, and back him up. Um, seven. Sweet. Um, on to Peter. Andy. Again, um, seven and a half. Clean sheet. More. Like, what more can you – obviously, it wasn't the best start, but, like, do you know what I mean? But clean sheet's what it's all about at the end of the, at the, end of the game. Uh, uh, Chris? If my guy kept his mistakes clean, he would have been the man in the match. Um, like I said, seven and a half, spoiler alert. Um, couple dodgy mistakes, and it's just like my – he's go, 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 and I love it. So, you know <laughs> – I, I, I can't criticize as much as I'm just like, you know, he's he's finally filling it up for sure. Peter's Peter, The tank is full, and, and I'm ready to see what happens next match. So, seven and a half. Nice. Uh, Carlos? Seven and a half. I feel like uh, the, the mistakes of Peter, the, the, the little mistakes that he did on the match, they were when we were playing good, actually. And when we were playing bad, he, you could you could notice that he was just kind of a little bit of controlling what was going on down there, you know? So seven and a half for him. Very well put, Carlos. Very well put. I didn't know how to I didn't know how to word it. That's perfectly worded. Perfectly worded. I, I, I actually um I thought Peter was the man of the match actually. I thought I thought he uh, I think it was a cap, <clears throat> captain's performance and uh when we were under the cosh for that first twenty twenty five minutes, he was just everywhere. He was like yeah, he he was immense. Um, I know he made a couple of uh, mistakes. He almost knocked Rishi into uh, Nova Scotia with that shoulder charge in the penalty box. Uh, but yeah, he, he it was he was a rock, and I know that we've kind of been critical of him. And um, I, I I'm so happy that uh, he's starting to, to, to come good. Uh, so man of the match for me, Peter. Well done, bud. 
Uh, on to your good friend, Chris. No, Chris. Seven for me and, and not for any lack of anything. Honestly, he didn't really have to do much. Um, I felt like we, we've been talking already and I'm, I'm not going to ramble on. We want to get through this. But the only reason why I'm mentioning this is I felt like in the first few games with Chris, he had to do more than he wanted to. And I felt like last match, he didn't have to do as much. So uh, I, I also gave him seven and a half, seven for his performance. I said seven, I know, but I forgot to give him the half point for um, the double knee off the line, whether oh, it was yeah. in or not, doesn't uh, matter because he had some balance. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, Carlos? <laughs> I give uh, seven, seven pies because I feel like uh, Chris played very simple this match. He didn't overcomplicate things. I, I see a Chris um, other games that he tries to control the board too much, and he does that excessive touch before he pass it. In this game, he didn't. He just have it, look who was around, pass it. He played really simple. Um, I like his game, so seven pies for him. Nice. Uh, Andy? Yeah, and seven, seven pies from me as well. Like as Carlos said, like it, it was just really simple stuff, and but yeah, he uh, like he was in the right place. He was yeah, just yeah, miss, like Mister Dependable, I guess, in that game. So yeah, and that's that's I, I think is the big thing. He's turned into Mister Consistency. He's just he's kind of cut out a lot of those like little errors that he does. Uh, like and he's just made that position his own. To be perfectly honest, I mean like he's like he's keeping Mateo out of that position. <clears throat> I just think. Um, because he had to do double the workload in the first half, um, I'm actually going to be a little bit more generous and give him eight pies. I, I think uh, he worked his ass off in that first half, still getting up and down the, the line and um, tracking back. And yeah, great game. Um, so moving into the midfield, uh, let's start with uh, Corey. Uh, Andy? Yeah, obviously, um, good performance, capped off with a goal. Like he was running all over the place. Um, defensively as well, like tracking back. Um, I, I give him eight pies. Amazing, uh, Carlos. Eight pies. That 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 um that was very Ronaldo Nazario. That goal, just yeah. like vertical, like, boom, well yeah. executed. That was very Ronaldo. Like yeah. it. Oh, didn't, you, didn't, you call, didn't you call it a FIFA goal? Like that when you press yeah. R one when yeah. you shoot. Yeah, yeah. That was. Like, it was just. It was just like he. He looked. He looked. The keeper. He looked his feet. He looked again. Boom! Shoot! Goal! Nice, uh, Chris. Uh, only because Alex is the man of the match for me. I give Corey the the seven point nine. Um, <laughs> I, I, like I, I was seven point nine or pies. Seven point nine pies, um, but one one of the pies is missing a little bit of a crumb on yeah. or a little, a little no, yeah you know what I'm no saying. crust yeah no crust yeah a little bit of crust that's what a, that's the word I'm looking for crumb crust couple couple buds um, I I'm not saying that I was surprised to see that he was chosen by the fans as man of the match but it just goes to show you that he has a game that people love and he like Alex hired on his sleeve so seven and a half or seven point nine. Um, I definitely um, I'm going to give him that extra little bit of uh, crust uh, I'm going to give him an 8 as well um, we, we saw, I've seen, I, saw, I watched them in training two or three times as uh, Carlos did and Chris did and every time I've watched them he, he's done that finish um, he, he's just he, he, he practices a lot and uh, I was as soon as he was coming, coming in one on one to keep her it was like Thierry Henry. You know when you saw Thierry Henry come in one moment of keeper? I just knew it was going to be a goal. So, I uh, feel like he's, he's one of those players that likes to get in the box, dribble the keeper, and score. Yeah. You know? You, you don't see that. You, do, 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 yeah. do a few step overs, right? Uh, yeah. He, he's he's re and like To be honest with you, I think he's probably one of our players of the tournament. So, um, keep it up, buddy. Uh, so, let's move on to... I'm trying to keep this positive as much as I can. So let's go on to Sissoko. Uh, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> keep it positive. I'm confused. What, there, what did there, he do there, wrong? I, 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 want to hear, I want to hear yours first now. I'm, I'm, there, there's one or two people coming up that, I, that probably aren't going to get as many pies as the rest. That's the only reason why I'm oh, saying that. Oh, but um, not Sissoko is what you're no, saying. So, so, so Sissoko had another really yeah. solid game. Um, I gave him uh, seven pies. I just uh, He... 
kind of did really well in the midfield and he kind of kept things together when we were kind of losing our shape a little bit. So, yeah, seven points. Uh, Chris? Yeah, seven, seven and a half for me. And I was talking earlier, just kind of frustrated that he's not getting the ball when he's open. Like, he gets the ball when he's got two guys on him and he does the right thing. He very rarely loses it. But he finds these pockets and he doesn't get the ball. So, I feel like... You know, you were talking about Corey being the player of the tournament. I think it's Siso so far. He's just done everything right. So um, I'm giving him seven and a half. Nice. Uh, Andrew. 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 Um, I'm going to give him seven pies. Just, yeah, another solid game. Um, I feel like he's at his best, though, with, like, Rampersand. Like, do you know what I mean? So they just kind of feed off each other. So. Um, obviously that picked up in the second half when, when they made the substitution but um, yeah I just yeah seven for me he did a good solid job nice uh, Carlos seven pies another great performance of Sissoko um, the first half he was doing so many great passes like the filtering through Corey Bent he gave me like three four passes um, I had the minutes 24 18 and two more that I didn't write but Hey man, he what a, what a great player! Seven pies for him. Nice. Um, and before we move on, really quick, is there a player who's been in better form in Wanderers history than Sissoko? I mean, Corey Bent and Sissoko, the two of them both like they do nothing wrong. I mean, we we've, we've been talking about Rampy too, and we're going to get to him in a minute. Like players in form, I, I, we've I, never I, had throw that. in the Ox as well. Yes, sure. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's on good point. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's basically what I'm saying is it's oh, nice to see yeah, consistency. Sure. Yeah. What about Elliot Simmons? You know what I mean? You know, yeah, like I, I think uh, I think Chris has to, uh, Chris and Jen, like I mean there's probably like six or seven players that play like a lot of games and are just consistently playing well. And I think we're going to need that. Um, I, th- I just think it's, it, it, it's no, it's no kind of um, coincidence that it's players that are playing in, probably their natural positions there and are. it's like the spine of the, like every what everybody says it's like the spine of the team as well like they yeah. have a good spine there so yeah big time and like yeah. i mean as carlos mentioned earlier on sissoko and rampy together for me is the partnership that should yeah. be in there no. going forward i know that rampy needed a break um but yeah like the two of them just look so much better together um so let's move on to um <coughs> louis uh, lbg uh andy what did you think of this one um. Yeah, obviously, could. Well, yeah, could could do better, but um, like he he put himself around, like we like, do you know what I mean? Like he put himself around, but um, I know, like I'm gonna maybe be generous, six pies, like I I like we didn't lose, like he, yeah, that's I'll keep it short. <laughs> uh, Carlos. <laughs> um. Four pies and a half. Are, he, they, are they frozen? He, no. Okay. Extra hot. Um, <laughs> he improved. He like besides the result, like he 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 showed hints, you know, of the old LBG, especially in the second half. Uh, his style, it's it's very rough of playing, you know. He reminds me of Casemiro in Real Madrid. It's his style. He plays rough, you know, and that position always gonna be on the edge of getting yellow cards. So it's his style. So besides that, um, I think like he did, a, he did a, a, a good shift, you know, not spectacular, but he, he's getting there. And I'm happy to see that uh, all LBG is coming back. So he only gets four and a half pies? Yeah. So, he's, so I'm, uh, I'm, just, I'm just happy that they're not frozen, that you can actually like – you know, he can actually eat them. Look, the he, he got two frozen to... pies before. Yeah. Now he's getting four and a half. Like hot pies. A hot so, pie. So yeah. it's something that's coming, right? Yeah. So these this, this, this pies, guess. I think it's motivating him. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the next one's going to be five pies with some salt and pepper. Uh, <laughs> Chris, uh, Chris, what did you give him? Short and sweet, man. Seven. I effing love this guy. I do. I, you know, he hit this roadblock and I don't know if he's carrying an injury. Maybe mentally he's just not like clicking 
but he's I'm getting not, there. I'm not. I'm not even expecting what we expected at this point. I'm. I. I. We've got Louis, and he's doing what he needs to do. Like I. I laughed the first like what ten seconds into the match. He got a foul, and I remember saying to you guys, "Oh, here we go." Yeah. And and I remember saying to you guys a couple more times, "This man's got to calm down." But like, come the 60, 65th minute, like you guys were saying, once the substitutions were made and everybody kind of like got calm and into their positions. There was no pressure on Louis. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was relaxed. Yeah, and I and I think what, what why we saw such a good player with Valor last year was because I don't want to like say too much with like what happened last year there with everybody not being back and you know the behind the scenes drama. I felt like there was no pressure on him. He was just playing football. And yesterday he's playing his former team. And, you know, he probably didn't yeah. sleep much the night before. The nerves were there. I actually loved what he provided. And if this is the Louis we have going forward, I'm not mad. So uh, a seven for me, man. I loved him. I, I really did. I um, The thing for me was that the, the first, again, the first 20, 25 minutes, uh, I, I felt like he wasn't at the races again. He was like, there was a lot of, uh, loose play. There was a, there was another one of those things when he tries to control the ball and it just gets away from him. And then he like it's happened in every game so far um, that he kind of just loses the ball. It's the one that gave like, like the one that he gave away for Manny's um, free kick against us. It's like it's just he just loses the ball and it's like it's just a lack of concentration sometimes. <laughs> but once the second half came along, um, I think that he kind of stepped up his he stepped it up a gear, and I think he was a lot better. So um, I'm going to give him six. Um, I, he's definitely going in the right direction. Um, I, I just think that he just needs to calm down. Chris has just said. I think maybe he's just still trying a little bit too hard because he just wants to be the main man, and he knows he's under a lot of pressure because Sissoko and Rampy are playing at that next level, and he knows he has to get there, but he's not going to get there by. Um, crashing into people and fucking them up. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, uh, our, our next, uh, our next um, player um, is Omar. So, I'm going to go first because um, I, I feel, as I said earlier on, I felt so bad that he was kind of played out of position an awful lot and he's an awesome player. Um, my footballing head is telling me to give him like a, a a pretty shit score but I think he did his job manfully and um, like he tried to stick to the task but it was just very difficult for him so I'm going to give him five pies um, Carlos I'll give him six pies I feel like again as you say again this is a broken record again put your players in the natural position and things are going to happen um, I don't know why um, you put him there in that position he did what he was told to do, but you can tell that if we have him in his natural position, we probably created more chances. I uh, I don't know. It's just like it was. I don't know. I I just I don't know why what why he was put there. I don't know. Maybe we didn't have options, but we have options. We have benches. Only Stephen Hart know. So I'm just gonna leave it like that. Awesome, uh, Chris. Yeah, I gave him a six, and and I, honestly, I was kind of going to just answer what Carlos just said there. He is very, very multi-positional. Um, when he was playing for Montreal, he was playing behind the striker. He was playing on either wing. He was playing in a flat midfield. He was playing fullback. Um, we were talking off the, the grid completely, kind of how he could be like Zach, how Zach could play just about anywhere on the field last year if he wanted to. There were times where he was more advanced than the striker was. Could be Omar. Um, he was held back, I think, with a defensive assignment because you saw how advanced Corey got with Alex and, and Akeem. And then when they were attacking, Omar was already flush with the midfield. So I give him a six because he did his job. And, and I feel like because he did his job, credit to him. Yeah, uh, I just, just the same thing again. Like, I mean... Their players can people can play in lots of positions but they always have one position that they're really good at and I just don't think that he's a winger and I think had we just switched Marshall and him from the start 
it would have been I think we would have wouldn't have had the issues that we had in this first twenty minutes and um yeah credit to Which, yeah, the, like, like I said I think credit to me I still I, I just I agree I see this damn delay is popping up again. No, I, I agree with you completely. I just think that he might have had a defensive assignment. That's like I, I, I'm not trying to make excuses for things that are frustrating that we both agree with. But if I'm trying to like look at this from like that even head, I think that's why Steven kind of refused to make a change he should have made. And the goals kind of made it look like it worked. <laughs> yeah, well said. Uh, Andy, what did you give uh, Omar? I, I get same same as you guys six pies and like you, you guys have said like I think he was just like the fall guy of the system like it was just one of those one of those unfortunate things obviously they've been they must have been practicing on it in training do you know what I mean they've been playing that way and it just obviously the the game didn't pan out the way obviously the um the opposition saw it as a weakness and yeah just they saw it as a weakness and went down that side and obviously that's why it was changed obviously at half time but yeah, he's a, obviously you can see he's talented, but put him in like you guys say, put him where he wants to, like where he should be playing, and we'll see a different player. So, yeah, well said. Um, I, love, I love that term. Sorry, not to not to because we need to be moving on. Fall guy of the yeah. system. Yeah, I've been looking yeah. for a term for these first few games about like everything that's been going on on the left, and then in this yeah. all that's perfect, perfect. Um, so moving on to. Uh, Carlos's favorite person, Akeem the Dream. Uh, Carlos, what did you give him? Akeem was gas, man. He really was gas in this match. Like he, he felt that the uh, the whole thing. And I don't know why Ibra didn't. It was a perfect uh, place to put Ibra at least the last fifteen minutes. Um, the tactical uh, job that he did again was great um i'm giving him seven pies but definitely i was a little bit worried that he wasn't sub because i want a keen well rested and for the next match and that's kind of like what i'm kind of like wondering around he's gonna be starting from the bench because this is a final and we gotta put all the meat in the barbecue it's going to be intense, man. <laughs> there we go. So, um, so Akeem, Carlos says you're allowed to spend a whole day in bed tomorrow, man. Don't do a fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> no, man. I'll, I'll buy him pizza. Like, you know, deliver stuff. Stay there, man. Uh, He's listening. Uh, Andy, what did you give Akeem? <laughs> um, I, I gave him seven, seven pies. Again, like, just as Carlos mentioned, like, you can see these, these players are getting tired and obviously – and we go back to possession as well. They're just kind of running around trying to get win the ball back. And, yeah, I, I again, I thought he would have been, like, substituted off. Wrestling play, like, obviously, I know some players got rested, but, yeah, you'd obviously defend from the front. So, it's it's kind of, he's, yeah, I, I expected a change, but obviously it never came. And But, yeah, solid performance. Yeah, I I think uh, I agree with you and Carlos there. Like, I mean, once that red card happened, like, it was a perfect opportunity to take him off and just switch yeah. it up a little bit. Um, but another great performance. Like, he he runs himself into the ground for the team. He's like, I'd always want him on my team because you know he's got your back and he doesn't just never lazy. You know, like when sometimes you see a player just like, oh, he's just not on it. He's just lazy. Akeem doesn't have those days. He just runs after every lost cause, and he's the kind of guy you want leading from the front. Um, I gave him. I gave him. As I say it, he's 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 one of those guys that he's gonna be the employee of the month in every job. Like he does what he's been told, and he over delivers. So. Yeah, definitely, and um, I I think uh, yeah. So seven and a half points for me, Chris. How about you? Yeah, I'm I'm a seven. Not much more to add than these guys said. The sub I expected. I think me and Carlos were talking about it. The job seemed like it was done. So, you know, give Akeem the rest he deserved. But even in injury time, I don't know if you guys remember. Like he ran that ball down. Like and and and, and instead of trying to take it to the like he's 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 a baller. And, and I know, like you guys were saying, it would be nice to see him get some rest, but he might be that kind of guy that just wants to finish a game and, 
starts the next game as he was. And we saw that a lot last year. You know, guys would, would put in a good performance and then the next performance would be lackluster. But we never really got that from Froggy. So um, that might have been Steven's mentality. Just let him keep his form up. And, uh, yeah, a seven for me. Another really, really solid performance. Nice. Uh, for, just to finish off the start 11, I think uh, this guy probably had his best, uh, his best performance so far in the Wanderers shirt. Uh, Chris, what did you give uh, Alex Marshall? Sorry. Um, seven and a half. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been giving Alex a lot of love, even though he struggled in the first couple of games to, to get his, uh, his feet wet, if, if you will, great defensive assignments on him kind of frustrated him and knocked him out of the game. But I felt like in the middle, it allowed him to frustrate their back line more openly. And he was getting a little more on the ball at the beginning of the match. And, and like we were talking about the first 20, 25 minutes, it was pretty frustrating all around. One of the positives was that Alex was actually getting on the ball. Um, a lot of passes were layoffs trying to like continue to link the, the, the attack, but um, it was nice to see him get on the ball. So um, we were talking about why didn't Steven make those changes? And that might've been it. Uh, it. It's still a gamble to not have guys playing in the right position, but I felt like Steven gave Alex an opportunity just to get his feet wet. And come the second half, once guys were in their right spots, we were seeing another dose of who he is. And like I mentioned earlier in the show, similar to Corey, a guy that's not, you know, shy to track back and cover for the fullback. So he, he like you said, best performance of the tournament so far and, and a good dose of what's to come, hopefully. Nice. Um, Carlos, what did you think? Um, I'm going to give him two pies. Uh, not two pies like for rating. I mean, two kind of pies like the, the Alex Marshall that I was playing out of position. I'm giving him four pies. <laughs> and when he was in his real position playing, I'm giving him um, six pies and a half, seven pies, seven pies. Again, like it, it's it's the, the way that he plays when he plays on the left. It's way different. That's the Alex that we want to see. Uh, just leave it there, leave it in the left because, like, uh, in 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 a final on Sunday, like he has to start from the goal on the left. You know, it's just like I don't know. That that, that that's all I have to say. You know, like you, you, it's like a Jamaican singing heavy metal when he's out of position, or you want him singing reggae. That's, that that's the best example I can tell God. you. You know. Fucking Bob Marley doing Angel of Death. There we go. There uh, you go. Yes, you got it. You got uh, it. Andy, you got Andy, it. Andy, what did you? What did uh, you? What did you? I don't think I can Alex? follow that. Uh, <laughs> Andy, you took the words out of my mouth. I was about to say, how the hell does Andy no, follow no. that? I would literally just be like six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give him a seven. Seven pies. Um, yeah, second half when he was on the left, perfect. That's all I'm gonna. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Um, I'm I'm gonna give him seven too. I think. Uh, Marvin, <laughs> Marvin, and a couple of the guys, uh, Dave and Garrett, got to actually go to the game yesterday. And Marvin just messaged me uh, uh, on his way back, and he said that um, that Alex just looks incredible. Like his touch is incredible. So obviously, you got to see him like a lot closer than what we did, and. Um, I, I think that kind of made me realize that we're not, we don't always get to see everything on TV. So, yeah, I'm going to give him a seven. I think he had a, a, oh. pretty, a pretty good game. So, um, yeah, uh, Carlos, I do agree with you a little bit too, though, when he's out of position. Like, he did, he did well. Like, I mean, like he, he was causing trouble. Um, but once he switched back to where he should play, he was a, a different player. So, so Omar went off and Rigi came on. So, um, yeah, Reed, what, did, yeah. what did you give, what did you give Rigi, um, Chris? seven and a half um honestly like it was it was hard to almost not give him man of the match just out of the simple and plain fact that when he came on everybody seemed to change their attitude and he led by example you know all five foot three four five i don't know how tall the guy is like how tall is he like he's Let's let's be nice and say he's five foot seven. Okay, move on. Okay, so <laughs> the, the five the five foot seven Rigi got a seven. <laughs> there you go. Um, but no, it was it was cool because we're talking about guys playing out of position. This guy looks like he doesn't have a out of position so far in the two roles he's played. So um, yeah, 
did his thing and and was not far away from having a Nomar type performance off the bench. So yeah, nice, uh, Carlos. Riggy, I gave him seven pies and a half. That guy was great. He he comes as a schnauzer and he buys like a pit bull. Great guy on the field. Nice, uh, Andy. I I give him seven and a half pies. Um, he came on and he looked like he was full of confidence, and just bringing other players into the game. Like he uh, and I'm like yeah, he was uh, he, yeah, he was good. Just um, just like he's just another one of those players that like you can just see the levels as he's uh, the more he plays, the more he's he's getting there. And like I mean, we said it before. I mean, like coming back from such a bad injury and watching them go out there and do stuff, it's uh. It's great to see, and um, I, I think that he gives us an extra dimension. As Carlos said, that like he's a little, he's a little terrier that just keeps biting at people, and he just makes life so difficult for defenders. So I'm going to give him seven. I think he did really, really well when he came on, and uh, that was a quite the shot that he had there. It would have been a, a screamer had he gone in, and that's that's what we need. We need more of that. Like we, we've, they said before the game that we've got the least amount of shots or something. So take the chance, bro. Um, so next, uh, Corey came off, um, and Rampersack came on. So, um, Chris, what did you think of Rampy uh, did, uh, when he came on? What did you give him? Yeah, uh, seven, like similar to Rigi, uh, and you know, not quite as impactful going forward. But what Steven did with the midfield there was really nice, and having those fresh legs kind of like at the top of that midfield three was super effective. Um, did his job off the bench. You know, when you get a seven off the bench, you definitely did no wrong. So seven for Rampy. Sweet. Uh, Andy? Yeah, I gave him seven too. And like, yeah, again, settled the midfield down a little bit, obviously with that kind of pretty much double substitution there when, when those two guys came on. So yeah, no, solid performance. And yeah. Um, me too. I think that he kind of, we, we just seem to calm down off a lot and he just has that, Common influence. Uh, he, we just seem to tick so much better when he's in the team. Um, seven for me too. I think he was great, uh, Carlos. Seven. Um, he came in and he put order in the midfield. I feel like the team started getting a little bit anxious because Valor pressure started to build up a little bit, like they were in the first half at the beginning. I don't know how they found energy and Rampy came in and put stuff in order, you know. And it was a great addition. So seven pies for him. Right, and last but not least, our, our good friend, uh, Jake Ruby. Uh, Chris, what did you think of Jake when he came on? You know, he did his job, so I'll just give him a solid six and a half, and maybe I'll have... Uh, Carlos, what did you think? Uh, six pies. Uh, to me, they were a little bit of attacks for his side that, that I saw him playing better, to be honest. I don't want to rush him because he, he did a decent shift, but to me, those draws... The first two draws that we have against Pacific and Forge, I think he played there too. He played way better. Um, maybe because he was a sub now, but I was watching him and he did a couple mistakes there, so gave him six pies. Okay, uh, Andy. Um, I, I got six and a half pies. Um, I, I thought he did it. Came on again, didn't really notice. Like they made the change, do you know what I mean? Like he, he, uh, he played well, and yeah. I think for uh, for for twenty five minutes and coming into a game like that, that was we were on the back foot for an awful lot. I think he did pretty well, so uh, I gave him six too. I think he, um, it was a, I think it was just a different experience for him than not starting the game. So that's probably why he's a little bit kind of mm-hmm. trying to get up to speed with it. But um, yeah, I think he did pretty well. So yeah, so uh, we did it, guys. We didn't spend fourteen hours uh, doing the reviews. <laughs> I really, really appreciate it. Kind of close uh, though. It was kind of uh, close. Yeah. So um, just uh, just before I let you go, I just want to get your score predictions for the game against Ottawa. So Carlos, no, come on. Oh, well. Fucking hell, man! I'm not. I'm not this is like a, who wants who wants to be a millionaire? I know, don't I, edit. I, don't edit that I, out. That I was gold. I, I, I gotta ask you to cut your fucking finger off, man. Don't even give me a fucking score, Andy. What's your fucking score prediction? You come back to fucking Mesmerino there, fucking thinking Einstein working the shit out in his head. What? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two one to the Wanderers. Nice, nice. Uh, Chris? 
Yeah, I'm going to say 2 1. Um, Mo scores for them. Shout out to Mo. Nice. And then we nick an equalizer. And then let's say Rampy scores the winner with 10 minutes left. Love that. So, uh, fucking yeah. Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting over here. Uh, <laughs> what score are you going to give the game? Bucks. Uh, one zero. Two. To us. Okay. Uh, I thought he was. I thought he wasn't gonna. Say, I thought he was just gonna say one zero when you said two. <laughs> no, he was but... just gonna say one, one zero. zero. <laughs> and, and I feel like uh, Rampersad is gonna score. Nice. Because, as Chris was saying, football is about karma. And we're talking about the Sissokos, we're talking about the Rigis, we're talking about everyone. But the way that Rampers, are, it's been so underrated and so overestablished in this season that he showed the kind of player that he is, that amazing bowler that he is, I feel like the goal could be the best thing that could happen to him on Sunday too. So I feel like he's going to give us the 1-0. Nice. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 uh, to us. Um, how do you like them apples? <laughs> so um, thanks, thanks again for uh, for joining us. It's been a lot of fun, kind of looking back on the game. Uh, special shout out to uh, Marco Bustos for attacking that board last night in the game against uh, Ottawa, and then one soccer catching him on Mike, uh, like saying the f word about fucking twenty different twenty times. It was. World, I, I messaged him today and said that was world class swearing it was fucking amazing <laughs> so yeah shout out to him for making uh, a one soccer game into good fellas I really pre- <laughs> I did appreciate it scoreline aside that was one of the best games of the tournament oh, I mean because it, like watching as a neutral the tension knowing that both those teams really wanted and needed that result and Pacific were playing great and then bam boom yeah, Ottawa nicks it, I, I saves mean, their whole season. Uh, like it's, it's. I hate that they football. play us next because it's, uh, it's a movie. And Busos, uh, like, like being honest, like was head and shoulders above anybody else in the pitch. He's, he's amazing. Um, that so guy's a bowler, man. Yeah, big time. So uh, thanks, guys. Really, really appreciate it. Thanks for friends. Uh, Humble pie, uh, pies and points. The perfect match. Come on, ye wanderers. Take hey. It. Take care, guys. This episode of the Down the Pub podcast is brought to you in association with Bootbox Vancouver, suppliers of boot socks. No movement in the boot means no blisters on the foot. Head to bootboxvancouver.com to get yours today. Our Wanderers Games reviews are brought to you thanks to the good folks at Humble Pie. Authentic butterflake pastry filled with local cuts, quality cheese and rich gravy to fill you up on the go or in the comfort of your own home. Head to humblepiekitchen.ca to get yours today. Pies and points, the perfect match. You've been listening to the Down the Pub podcast, recorded in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.